Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Welcome to this live video feed podcast from the Disruptive Entrepreneur, how to master the email beast. So my guess is you've got hundreds of emails. My guess is you've got hundreds of unread emails. And sometimes I look at people's emails and I see the way they manage them and I'm not surprised that their brain is completely fried all the time. And if the more clutter you have around you, email, house, office, the, the less clear your thinking, decisions, actions, vision will be. So I've got a four-step system to help you clear your email completely and never have an email in your inbox uh, without having to ignore or delete. And I'll share those four steps with you in a minute. But just want to make sure that you know how to work, what we're doing. You can ask me any questions at any time if you're live. If you're listening on the Disruptive Entrepreneur audio podcast, then you can send in any questions in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community, which is a Disruptive Entrepreneur community on Facebook. So the problem with email is that it's just a big lump of noise and most people are reactive to it. So an email comes in, it distracts you from something. I mean, I think it's even worse now where people have these email watches because you've been in a meeting with them or you talk to them and, you know, at least getting their phone out is almost like an, an overt sort of uh, rejection of you socially and so maybe they wouldn't do it all the time. They have a quick peek. But when they sort of ding, 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 so you're never able to focus on the main thing that you want to do to get done to be the most productive and free that you can. So you're reactive, you're probably always on it, uh, and you might be on it one minute out of every four, but that means you're on it every four minutes of the day virtually without a break. You can have these huge long threads of conversations which go on and on and on and on and on and drag out and out and out and out and out and waste all this time having these meaningless conversations that you don't really need just because you know someone uh, emails back do you remember when people were texting and they'd be like, uh, text back, and they're using all these tools to get you to text back. So um, hi, Tadas, you've just said hi, how are you doing? Uh, and the thing with your email box is if, if, it's, if it's never clear, you're never happy. If it's never all answered, you never feel liberated. So there's all this massive stress that comes with managing email. And isn't it ironic that, what, 15 years ago when you got a ding on your email, you were pretty excited about that. And now just the emails go, I mean, you definitely want to turn off your notifications. You want to make sure that the sounds are off. You want to make sure that the thing, I'm looking at my phone here. You want to make sure the thing that pops up here and stops you at the top, turn that off, turn the vibrations off. Because if you're doing something, you're distracted, and then you go back to it, you've forgotten where you are. You have to rewind to get back to the start. Like if you're writing something and you get stopped halfway through, you have to go back, see where you were, reread over what you've written, and you never get any momentum, and you never get in that flow state where um, kind of the work and the, uh, the ideas are effortless. It's also very easy to hide behind your email. I was actually uh, deleting out some text messages from my phone, and occasionally I'll send out some messages offering something, and sometimes people go back going, F you this, and you F in C, F, F, F you, and then they'll do it behind a text message, and a lot of people will communicate an email not the same way that they would face-to-face. -face. And you know when someone sent you an email and it's triggered an emotion. 
So you instantly read it, and you could read it wrong, by the way, and then you feel something, and you get mad, and then you get smashing on the keyboard, and you're going to have some of that, and then you hit send, and as soon as you hit send, you think, no, and you want it back, but you can't get it back. I find it really funny and ironic when people press the recall button on the Microsoft Outlook. Oh, I would like to politely say that that email that I sent you, which told you to stick this up your ass, uh, that you read, that you can't unread, I'd please like to recall it back so that you can unread it even though you've read it. I mean, you can't do that. So before I give you the four-step system, a note on managing emails and the emotions of it is number one, you've got to read it properly, not quickly, because you can get it wrong, and I've gotten wrong a lot. Number two is, you don't want to get emotional about it, whatever it is, I know that's easier said than done. And if you are emotional about it, then what you want to do is you want to dump out all of your... For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk and he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years and recently we've done a partnership. Hence I'm inviting you if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. or stress, anger, whatever, and then either delete it or save it into drafts and never send it. Um, hi, Claire. Hi, Abel or Abel. How are you doing? Yeah, so Claire's just said that uh, emails can be read the wrong way. They can look rude when they're not meant to be. The amount of times I've misread emails. And also sometimes when you're trying to do emails really quickly, you'll, you'll actually misread them because you're reading them too quickly. Okay, so there are, there's four Ds that you can do with every email that comes in. I'll tell you those and I'll tell you that four-step system. So the four Ds you can do, you can do something with the email, you can delegate the email, you can delete the email, or you can defer the email. So that means you can do, which means you can reply. Obviously, delete does what it says on the tin. You can delegate, which is pass it to someone else and ask them to do something, some kind of action. Or you can defer means filing it somewhere. And uh, I'm going to give you four folders that you use because, like, I've, I've, I've looked over... Hi, Tosin, how you doing? I've looked over the shoulders of people with emails and they've just got loads of unopened emails. And then what they want to do when they find something is they search and then let's say they search my name, Rob Moore, and then loads of Rob's emails will come up. Or they'll search a keyword, but the keyword put, wasn't put in the title because it wasn't titled properly and they won't be able to find it. So... You want to keep your, your goal is to keep your inbox completely empty. You never want any email in your inbox. And the four folders that you want to set up is general email, put it written down here, uh, just to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Immediate response, awaiting reply, and business stroke promotion. So you've got the four Ds and the four folders. And 
That will keep your email inbox completely empty. So an email comes in, you're gonna do something. So if you reply, you can reply, and then you can delete the email. Delete it, yeah, that's it, that's right, delete it. Because you can always search your deleted box, can't you? Uh, if you don't delete your deleted box, and then it doesn't clog up your inbox. Because if you clog up your deleted box, or your junk box, or your trash box, that's not gonna clutter your mind. But if you clutter your inbox, that's gonna clutter your mind. So you can almost use your deleted folder as a folder where you wanna search the mass of things if you have to, that you shouldn't have to do with this. So you either do something, which is reply, you delete it, or you delegate it to someone else, you give them the action instruction, or you defer it. And defer it goes into one of those four folders, which is generally email, immediate response, awaiting urgent reply, or awaiting reply, it depends, you can choose, or business and promotion. So if it's a, an email where, you know, where you, all the million things you subscribe to, you put it straight into business and, and uh, promotion, if it's defer, if it's do, you reply and do the action. If it's uh, delegate, you do the same. And if it's delete, you do the same. Your general email is for everything general that's kind of important, but not urgent, or relevant, but not urgent. And so you know, anything you get that's just general, you just immediately put it in your general email if you haven't done, delegated, deleted, or deferred. Your immediate response is something that you file that you need to do immediately. But when I say immediately, I mean the two or three times a day that you set up to do those immediate responses. Because the way that you'll be a slave to email is if you're responding to everything else they come in. You just want every time you check your email, because you can net time really effectively and check your email if you're waiting in a queue, or if you're stuck somewhere, you're waiting for something, you're traveling on a train, you're a passenger in a car. If there's dead time when you're not doing anything else, there's nothing wrong with you know, having a quick look at your emails and clearing your inbox. But you set two, maybe three times a day max to go through your immediate response, which are the ones that need responding to that day or soon. That's the one that you'll need to also keep clear. Now, awaiting urgent reply is something that you've delegated to someone, but you need to follow them or manage them. I mean, you'll probably use some kind of task software, maybe like Trello, or you'll probably use a calendar, for example, to manage tasks. But I always like to have a backup in my email. So let's say I've delegated something to you, which is to buy my book, Life Leverage, <laughs> and I've sent you the email, I'll copy myself in, and then I'll put the copy into immediate response and then to, uh, sorry, into awaiting urgent reply. And then maybe once every two or three days, I'll go in there and say, oh, I asked you to buy my book and you haven't. So I might send you a reminder. If, if it's kind of done now, I'll delete it out of there. And then you have a completely clear inbox. So let me just go over that one more time because I know it's kind of like a lot of things, but it's also quite simple. So you have four things you do with your email. You do something with it, which is reply immediately. You delegate, which is fold it onto someone else. You delete it, or you defer it, which is putting it into one of your four folders. Your four folders are general email, where you put all your general stuff. You might check that in non-income um, generating time, or you might check that when you're bored, or just when you've got a bit of free time, but it, it, did, it wouldn't even matter if you didn't check it. And in fact, once a month, you might go in and delete the whole lot, because it's just general stuff. Anything that you delete stays in the deleted folder. So if you do need to search for something going back, way back when, you can use the deleted folder for all your searches. Anything that's really important, uh, you put in immediate response and once, twice or three times a day max, you go through those emails for 10 or 20 minutes in focused time to respond to those. Awaiting urgent reply is something you copy yourself in on that you're waiting from someone that you might check every two or three days and then you delete or chase. And then anything that comes from promoters, marketers, business, you put in there and 
you know, maybe once a week or something, you read that. And your inbox will be empty. And that, my friends, is the miracle of keeping your inbox empty because most people's are not. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this Life Eat video podcast. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And I've got a little special offer for you, actually. Uh, actually, before I do that, I just want to share a few things. And that is that quite often you can get a lot of requests and the more successful you'll get, you'll get a lot of requests. And I don't know if you just delete them or if you feel obliged to reply to them all. You should have a, a way that you do things uh, either way. So you, your policy is you don't reply, in which case they'll find a different way to contact you. And that's OK. That doesn't make you a bad person. That might be your policy. It's not my policy. I reply to everything as long as they're not completely rude, obnoxious, in which case I might still reply with a few four-letter words. Um, <laughs> uh, or, you, you, you know, so you have your policies, you don't reply, you delete, or you, or you forward, or you have a managed email, like your PA or your VA, or you reply to everything. And uh, when you reply to everything, you get this really good reputation for being personal and you'll be able to grow your brand and people will love it. But they'll also throw a lot of demands on you. So I've got a few things, that you, a few little scripts that you can reply to people um, because you, you, you know, a lot of your replies will need to be no. They'll want to be polite no's. They want to be um, keeping the door open enough so that, you know, other opportunities might come in if they're relevant, but not too open so they keep trying to get a dialogue. So you might want to write some of these down. So you could say, thank you, I'm interested, but not right now. Please get in touch with me again in six months. Something like that. So thank you, but not now. And then give them the time frame to get back in touch with you. You could say, thanks for thinking of me. Could you send the proposal to? And then you could defer it on to your PA, your VA or whatever. You can say, thank you for thinking of me, but this is not for me because uh, I'm, I've already got um, many interesting things that I'm already doing. I ask for money all the time for property projects. Thanks for thinking of me. Unless it's very central in Peterborough and it's the kind of deal that we would buy, um, we're using all of our own money for our own projects. But by all means, if you have really good property deals, let me know in Peterborough. So, you know, you could be very specific. Or, or you, can, you, you can just say, um, no, this isn't for me. I like to be a little bit more explanatory than that. Okay, so there's some things you can do to continually, because look, if you're building a personal brand or you've got a business or you're a salesperson, you know, you want, you want to be known to be approachable, but as soon as you start engaging in dialogue, you can have 10, 20, 30 emails, waste of time, and you keep giving people kind of false hope. All right, so I said that I've got a, a special offer for you. There's not, nothing that you have to pay for. As you know, I don't do any selling on this Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. But if you share the Disruptive Entrepreneur on your Facebook wall or your Facebook page or profile or in your community or you share it on Twitter, then I'm going to give you two free tickets, uh, which normally have um, you know, a retail price attached to them, for the Business Lifestyle Summit. So I'm running brand new events at the end of September and October. I'm going to get uh, many of my millionaire friends. I'm going to be doing keynote speeches at the event myself. I used to do a lot of speaking, not so much anymore, just because of uh, my other commitments. But we, we've got a two-day event called the Business and Lifestyle Summit. So basically, if you want a mobile lifestyle, you want to run your business from your phone anywhere in the world. You want to know how to be, you know, make money and make a difference. You want to create multiple streams of income in your businesses. You want to start a business. You want to grow your business when you scale your business. You want to get out of your business and stop being in your business. Then this might be for you. So all I need, and look, if you want details and everything else, you know, you can get in touch. Like I said, um, it's not something that I'm going to sell to you. But send me a PM or tag me in on sharing 
the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast on your wall or on your social media. And then we'll get in touch. And if the event's right for you, I'll give you two free tickets for you and a guest. Uh, And if it's not, I'll let you know. So remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.